It's week 10 in the NFL, and we've got some huge totals potentially staring us right in the face, but Chris Meany and I are staring them right back because we have laser vision. It's week 10, it's the pre-snap, and it starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast, brought to you by LineStart, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It is me, it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we're right here, as always, on the LineStar app. I want to remind everybody, if you're a fan of the program, Go out and subscribe to the pre-snap. We're here every week for you. Two DFS shows and a wagering show. I don't know what more you need out of that, but it's week 10. We're here already, and we got some fun games, including some big totals, Chris Meany. I'm excited about some of these overs. Last week's uh, big matchup with the Bucks and Seahawks didn't disappoint, and I don't think these will either. No, it doesn't seem that way. Um, and I can't wait, actually, to watch a little Arizona and Tampa Bay. You, if you like points, you're going to get some points. Uh, 54, that total opened up. It's still pretty high. It has dropped a little bit, 51 and a half. But yeah, there's there's some big totals around the board. We got Green Bay and Carolina up at 47. You know, we have some, we don't usually dive too deep into the Monday Night Football and Sunday Night games, but we have two just marquee matchups, Minnesota, Dallas, Seattle, and San Fran, a lot on the line with those teams. So it's going to be a fun week, man. Plus Falcons and Saints. I mean, that's usually shootout as well. As bad as Atlanta's been, usually some points scored in those games. Yeah, uh, and of course, you've got the uh, the battle for the hearts and souls of bad New York football with the Jets and Giants. <laughs> oh, how week. could I so, forget about that? How could anyone forget about that? Oh, man. <laughs> all I know is at the <laughs> end, everyone's still going to be miserable. That's all I know. I cannot wait. I get to do my show, by the way, in case you're uh, looking for a little uh, free television on Sunday mornings. You can always catch me at 8 o'clock on DFS Today over on SportsGrid.com and on the FNTSY YouTube channel. I wear a little suit and tie. I'm all fancy. And then 9 o'clock, I host suit Roto Experts in the morning. But we do it live from the Meadowlands, and I can't wait to see the looks of just disdain on everybody as they're slowly just kind of trudging into the building, knowing that basically their seasons are over, and uh, it's it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I'd be on my suit and tie ish, a uh, little yeah, JT yeah, and uh, Jay Z for a, Yeah, I mean, there's going to be you. a dark cloud. No street meanie <laughs> hanging over that stadium all night long. Yeah, Darnold and Jones. I don't know. There's is as bad as they've they've been. They're still as a football fan. You know, of neither of these teams is why I can kind of look at it a little bit differently. It's just you know, Jones and Darnold. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Let's go. Let's go as you got. Yeah, I mean, geez, I mean, the Jets there. (laughs) (laughs) And then we laugh. Um, Yeah, yeah, we do. But that's okay. We we can. We've we've earned this. We've earned laughing about this. So it's fun. But let's start with Ravens and Bengals. Now, the Ravens obviously coming off an absolutely enormous victory against the Patriots. It was in Baltimore. It was great. And now they get to go on the road. But they go on the road against Cincinnati, where Lamar Jackson historically so far in a short, you know, sample size, but still has been brilliant against the Bengals. And uh, the Bengals are obviously just god awful against the run. When you're looking at, you know, the value on the board and stuff like that, I, I don't care what you have to pay. Lamar Jackson, 73 over on DraftKings. Mark Ingram is 71 on the FanDuel side. Uh, Jackson's 86. Ingram's eight. I can get into Andrews a little bit in this game, too. It's 68 on FanDuel 
And at 52 on DK, I think he's a nice value at the 52. But I'm going to fade away from Brown and those guys. I want to see them just run the football, run the football, run the football. And I think this is going to be a real good point day for the two of them. Yeah, I think I think so too. And if you're playing in those contests where you can put 150 lineups in, heck, just have one with Gus Edwards too, because I think they'll they'll just run the football there. I like Ingram, like Jackson, like a lot of what you said there. I mean, in just two games against Cincy in Lamar's career, he has over 260 rushing yards against them. So I don't think that's going to change this week. He should be able to have his way. And I know the Bengals are getting some bodies back defensively, but it, it really shouldn't matter. I like Ingram and. I'm with you on Brown. I don't think I'm going to go there. I'm not too excited about him. I understand it only need, he only needs one catch. That's what I keep hearing. He only needs one catch to get 150 yards. Well, he's only had one game like that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. week one, I guess week two potentially, but um, there's been a this lot could of... could be another one. Like, it I could get be. It it's a, possible. As a tournament yeah. dart throw, I'm cool with it. Like, yep. I'm cool. I'm hip. I like what all the cool kids like, you know. <laughs> I, I'm street like Chris Meany is, but yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, you know. for sure. I, I would honestly rather take the shot on Andrews because just been feeling a few questions. People don't know what to do with Andrews because they watched that game against the Pats. And I feel like that was the game script. Let's let's run on New England. We're not going to be able to throw on them. Let's run on them. Let's get all the tight ends on the field. Let's use all the backs. And we're just going to that's that's what we're going to do. That's our identity. Let's do it. There's even still with Andrews having that bad game in a, and a past couple have been quiet. He's still received seven targets in every game but one so he's still getting some volume so uh, I, I would take a shot on him in spots again he only needs one catch as well yeah and look it just as a reminder to everybody too we've got the Redskins Eagles Patriots Jaguars Texans Broncos oh, yeah. all on by so if the show is a little shorter but which it won't be we'll do everything we can to give you lots of good information and a lot of fun stupidity as well because that's what we do here on the pre-snap we entertain and inform and we love to do that We've also got a couple of key marquee matchups as well on Sunday night, Vikings Cowboys, which should be a great game. And then Seahawks 49ers on Monday night. So you're missing a lot of pieces in the main slate. It's a very condensed main slate. And the reason I'm bringing all this up is because you have to kind of be okay with some more chalk this week, because what you're, you're basically limited in some of the options that are out there. So it's probably pretty smart to, have Lamar Jackson lineups? Do you have, you know, a uh, Raven stack in here? Because I, I don't know what your expectations are of Ryan Finley. Mine are not very high. No. And I can't imagine all of a sudden Joe Mixon becoming really relevant against the Ravens defense. And normally I would say, oh, it's a letdown game, but not against the Bengals because they suck. Yeah, I know. I thought about it as a letdown as well because, yeah, they do, they're coming off the high. They beat New England. And then next week, maybe a potential look ahead with Houston. And the Bengals have played teams pretty close this year, Baltimore including, right? That, that was a, a, a less than a touchdown that was a six-point game but I I don't see it here I just think the defense has taken shape in Baltimore there's a reason they're up at the top at 4k nobody had been sacked more in the NFL than Andy Dalton by the time they went into their buy and he was later benched so they're turning the page here the defense uh, I like them a lot so uh, I I don't see an upset either I I think Baltimore rolls and you know what last week chalk worked right Seattle I mean Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett was complete chalk DK Metcalf was chalky all of that worked out even Ryan Fitzpatrick was chalky because he was so cheap. Linestar loved him. He's the best value quarterback on the board, and he returned value big time. He was chalky, but he worked out. So chalk is okay, especially with six teams on by. Yeah, and uh, look, AJ Green's coming back. I don't care. Spoiler yeah, I don't care, alert. Actually. I don't care. Nobody cares. It no. doesn't. It's over. Nobody cares. It's over. Good. Yeah. I hope he. I hope he has a good game. I do, but uh, I mean, I'm not getting no. involved. All no, right. Uh, speaking of awful, them Cleveland Browns at home against the Bills. So. The quarterback that's struggling mightily gets to take on one of the better secondaries in the league that hits hard, that uh, tackles well, 
and does everything you could possibly imagine. So I don't feel, you know, I told you last week, I said I was going to have my Browns lineup. I'm a man of my word. I did. And I was cursing myself the entire time. I, what am I doing? Why did I think that could be a turnaround? But look, the opportunity was there. And that's what you take. You take that shot because if it went off, it would have been a huge win. But it wasn't. It said it was a giant L. And I hope the Browns get pounded into oblivion. But that being said, uh, let's talk about the Bills in this one. Josh Allen, clearly an option. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Josh Allen is an option this week. He's at 6,300 on DK on FanDuel 75. Devin Singletary on FanDuel is just 67 over on DK 5K. And I I just want to point out, yeah, I want to point this out because I feel like, Chris, we're starting to now get the second half Devin Singletary that we anticipated getting during the draft season. And then when McCoy got ousted, we all thought, oh, my God, the window moved up. And then week one, we saw, oh, my God, look at what he's doing. And then the injuries came and it's been kind of spinning our wheels since. But it's kind of feeling like the worm's starting to turn here for Singletary. Yeah, you could see week eight against Philly, and I thought maybe it was just because of the weather and they were down and the Eagles are a tough team to run on. But, you know, he was involved more than Gore. And then I was like, okay, we'll we'll get we'll definitely get our answer against Washington and a team that they should be able to roll. They'll be up in the game. What's going to happen? And it was Singletary getting the majority of the touches and the snaps. And Frank Gore had a couple opportunities at the goal line, and he got stuffed in each of them. So I think he's done. This is Singletary's backfield now. You'll get a little bit of Gore, I'm sure. It, there is going to be that threat of of maybe him stealing a goal line touch again. But just look at Singletary in the last couple of weeks, and that price at DraftKings is awesome i mean he's got 10 targets and seven catches he's going to be involved he almost had 100 yards in the first quarter last week because of his involvement through the air and he's just so explosive after he gets the ball i like him a lot so um very interesting with him have you seen curry mod's price i mean i feel like he may only touch the ball five to eight times 10 max but he's 3k (sighs) that's really you know what here's 3k okay here's what i'll say about this okay (laughs) You're right. He, he he does, and look, always do such a ball three times that he could be relevant. <sighs> I can understand it this week because if you want to go up to the top of the board, stack that Saints game, right, or get involved with Lamar Jackson, Ingram, whatever you when, like. If you want to go Breeze and and Thomas and Murray or whatever, you're gonna kind of need a little bit of a break somewhere. I think there's worse things to do yeah. than that. I don't think it's nuts. It's not the greatest. It's not a single entry play. I think we can no, agree no, on no, that. No. We, no, no. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't even. <laughs> no. uh, it makes me sick. No. To, yeah, no, it makes no. me <laughs> sick to think I'm even going to do this in one lineup, but I will because I do like Kareem Hunt. I and do they, too. Well, I know what he's capable something. of. They have to yeah. shake up something and they made the signing and they had him there. He's been, it's not like he hasn't been practicing either. He has been practicing right. the last couple of weeks. So it's not like he's coming in like, oh my God, what's going on? Yeah. But you have to imagine they're going to work in a couple plays for him. And if one of those goes off, it's not impossible. Yeah. He's bare minimum on FanDuel too. I like him a little bit better because I, on DraftKings says, I feel like probably most of his touches may be catches. Um, So. Yeah. And that's what I mean on, on DK makes sense, you know, catch four balls. Maybe it's like, anything's possible, but I don't know, man. It's been pretty awful. You know, it's funny over on the line star app. I was looking at what the best values overall on FanDuel were. And despite the price that you best values on the board, according to all the, all the tools and everything, it's still Lamar Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know how it can't be. I mean, honestly, pay the premium, get the premium. You know, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, anything else to mention Bills Browns? Cause I'm pretty uh, much done with it. Yeah, that's it. Just, just to point out something that Odell Beckham started week one at 81 K now he's 61. Just wanted to point out, those, oh, you know, $2,000 cheaper. I think I just, just threw just up where in my we mouth are. a little. Yeah. Ugh. 
and he's going to get white this week. So yikes. <laughs> on that note, Chicago Bears at home against the Lions. Uh, Lions, you know, crap the bed last week. It's looking like McKissick is probably the better of the options there, but I don't know if it's good. At 4,300, I get it. This is another one of these guys we're bringing up as lineup builders. You know, when you're yeah. looking for how do you get some savings if you want Breeze or Lamar Jackson or pay up for quarterback, it's J.D. McKissick at 4,300. He's probably a little bit more responsible than the Kareem Hunt one, just yes. throwing it out yes. there. But yes. still, yes. Kareem has his, uh, has his The Kareem Hunt one is nuts. Let's just, again, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. It is nuts. But if you are uh, if you play tons of lineups, it's, it's okay to try him out. I mean, right. why not? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Kenny Galladay at 7K, Stafford at 64 over on DK. On FanDuel, 77 for Galladay, 79 for Stafford. Same old, same old. They're going to have to throw the football. Um, I like Galladay's matchup against Amukamura more than I like against Fuller. I can tell you that much. Um, but yeah. other than that, you know, I feel like this is kind of one of those sloppy games. And it's funny because I don't know what to think of Montgomery at this point. I liked, I loved, let me rephrase. I loved Montgomery coming into this year. And Matt Nagy's let me down. Now, he does have a touchdown in three of his last four games. He is trending in the right direction. Last week's carry volume was not as great as it could have been compared to the week before. So for $6,400 on FanDuel or for uh, his price on DK, which I'm trying to bring up at this. Yeah, 5-3. 5-3, thank you. Are you involved at all with Montgomery here on FanDuel or DK? Yeah, I like him. And, and you know, you might get some first-time DFSers over here who have drafted Montgomery early and, they, and he was he disappointed you and maybe you're just out of your season-long leagues. Welcome. And I know this is going to be <laughs> tough to try to talk you into Montgomery to play him. But well, everything 21 just points last of, week, 23 right, the week before. Everything just kind of points out he's getting the bulk of the work. Trubisky can't do anything. And then you just get, you know, the numbers that you look at with Detroit. And this is a team that's given up the six most rushing yards per game, 135. They've given up the most fantasy points per game to running backs. Josh Jacobs, 120. Daniel Cook is great, but 142. Jamal Williams had 104 against them. LaShawn McCoy hasn't done a whole lot on the ground this year. He had 56. The trend goes on. Justin Jackson, week one, had 59. So, Or week two, rather. This is a good matchup for Montgomery. I like him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play him at that price. I, I think he, t- he touches the ball at least 17 times in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm in there too. Back-to-back 20-point weeks on FanDuel scoring. Uh, Lions are app likes him too as well for the same reason you're talking about too. They have him uh, projected around 13 points, which is fair. Um, yeah. and I think he's got the ability to go over that a little bit. And I'll tell you what, I like it even more if you're isolating the 1 o'clock slate. Because if you're just doing that, I yes. like him even more because you're taking Aaron Jones, you're taking McCaffrey out of there. Um, Absolutely. Not the girlies, much of anything, but Mac's going to get a long day there without Brissett probably. Connor could come back too. Yeah. Yeah. Good point too. So basically you're, you know, one o'clock only Montgomery very much in play main slate as a whole. I like it a little less. I think I like it a little more as a flex than I do as an RB too, but agreed. I, I, I like it. It's there's no way around that. Uh, Giants jets. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> I I'll say this. I don't hate Daniel Jones in this matchup. <laughs> I actually think Daniel Jones played relatively well sans turnovers in this last game. And I think even though, despite Mark Ingram is probably not going to be a go for this one, I think you got to like what you see out of him and golden Tate together on DK golden Tate is 59. I think that's a terrific price for him. I think that's a really good price on a full point PPR. He's 63 on that one. Barkley's always going to be great. He's 86. And man, how great was that? when you see Barkley get that one big run on oh, Monday night, yeah. just as a reminder of, you know, when he breaks away, 
He's oh. like, you know, that Barry Sanders kind of thing where he's he just is. gone. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. It's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, I wish he wore another jersey. But yeah, he's he looks he looks really <laughs> so good. So does he. <laughs> yeah, so does he, no doubt. I, I, I certainly like Barkley. Um, you're you're definitely rolling the dice with Bell. He's not gonna he's not gonna practice all week. Adam Gase says he expects him to play, but he's dealing with a knee and ankle injury. And we've been down this road with Bell just waiting and and, and you know expecting it to happen it just hasn't happened so I, I wouldn't really go there with him I love Golden Tate you're right Ingram is already ruled out of this game he's getting a second opinion on his foot don't know about Shepard he was looked like he was close to trending last week and then he sat out he's been really dealing with concussions it could just take one shot so we could get a lot of Tate and on the other side a lot of Crowder um, yeah that you know, was, they've given was up the third most fantasy points the Giants uh, Janoris Jenkins hasn't been all that great you can you can go Robbie if you want Crowder he's at 5k run threat, but yeah, Great Crowder's value. a good one. Both of those guys, five nine for for Tate and five for Crowder. They're, I would expect between them, probably twenty targets. You buying into the Ryan Griffin narrative at all there on the? I, I'm not. The I'm not really. Is intriguing. It, yeah, I know <laughs> it is intriguing, and and honestly, you know what? You're right to bring him up. Fourteen targets in his or twelve targets in his last two games, ten catches, and Herndon didn't. He was active, but he didn't do anything. So, yeah, it's possible. I, I mean, I was intrigued with Herndon. I saw the connection between him and Darnold, so that's what made me like Herndon. And, you know, it makes sense that him and Griffin are starting to have a rapport. Yeah. Uh, look, the Giants, you can throw in the Giants all day. It's just whether or not yeah. Sam Darnold can shake the ghost out of his head and get anything done. So I'm I'm more on the Giants side of this game for sure. Uh, posing this to you as well, if you had to pay up for one running back this week, would it be Barkley against the Jets or would it be say, uh, Mr. Christian McCaffrey as per usual against the Packers? I know. Look at the price difference. 10, 5, 8, 8. Big Ugh. difference. I'll take it's, the 8, 8. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, it's, a, big, that's a big number. I think we, I got, will, we finally did it. We got to the point where now I'm out on McCaffrey. <laughs> I know. And you, and it's such an unbelievable matchup. Like Green Bay has been brutal against running backs. I mean, you saw it last week. Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler both had a really good day. And that line just owned the Green Bay Packers line. And that's saying something because the Chargers have been just awful at protecting Rivers. And they haven't had a run game in weeks. So I understand the price jumping up that way. What I will say is I faded McCaffrey last week in a small contest and I didn't win because of that, honestly. So if you are just playing in a small contest and you know it's tough to have a balanced roster, we'll, we'll try to pick a well, look, more value. Why, this is why you get guys like McKissick in your lineup. This is, yeah. you know, there's, there's guys out there. Maybe you do take a chance on Hunt or maybe you take a chance on Ryan Griffin as your tight end. Yeah. You take chances you, and flex tight end spots like that and figure it out later. Yeah, you get the line star app for one. There's tons yeah, well, of values on there. Tons of value. Go out there. Do it now. If you haven't, I don't know what the hell you've been waiting for. Go yeah. out there and get that line star app and upgrade to the premium product while you're at it. Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes back traveling to the Titans there. Now, unfortunately, with Tannehill, I have no idea who he's throwing the ball to. He doesn't seem to have a favorite target. Good for him. He's playing well. But that gives me zero confidence in him in this game. Henry's Henry. We all know the what the Henry factor is. Uh, I do like Mahomes and Tyreek Hill in this game bounce, you know, kind of just get right back on it. Just if he's out there and he's playing that he's good enough to play. Same thing I talked about a couple weeks ago with Drew Brees. So I'm in and it's kind of fascinating because it's an opportunity to be in when a lot of the heat is not on Mahomes, which is not normal. Normally everybody's in on Mahomes. So this is one of those rare opportunities where I do believe ownership will be slightly less. Still, the price is going to be high enough, but nonetheless, it's, it's an opportunity. 
Yeah, it is. It is an opportunity. Uh, I'll take some shots on him for sure. There's no question. I have to talk me into playing Patrick Mahomes. I, I wouldn't do it in cash if you're a cash game player. I would shot. That away. I you agree never know. With. Yeah, you never know what, what could happen to suffer a setback or, or whatnot. But, and it does seem like, you know, it's changed so much back and forth, and it has been a confusing backfield. But it does seem like what I saw last week. I mean, Shady wasn't even second in that backfield in terms of just snaps so he was third it does seem like Damian Williams is gonna have a shot and he's not gonna bust an 80 yard run or whatever that was last week you know nine he had a 91 yard run I believe but with Mahomes back he could go back to three or four targets and that is certainly valuable so there's a lot to like about the Chiefs and on the Titan side I agree if I had to pick one Titan wide receiver it'd be AJ Brown yeah, I, red zone looks there. That makes sense. Very cheap. I, I, I can, I get behind that. Uh, Cardinals Buccaneers. This one's got a high total and with good reason. Uh, my thing is this: the, the like last week Christian Kirk did not have a good game. Larry Fitzgerald has been struggling for basically the last six weeks. Cardinals passing game is not that great, and I'm a little concerned there. Now I get maybe some Murray ownership, but I actually prefer the Buck side of this game. I prefer, I prefer Jameis Winston. I prefer for Mike Evans I prefer Godwin I even like Ronald Jones with the the caveat that uh they've come out and say hey we're gonna have a little bit you know Ronald Jones has earned more touches in the offense. I like yeah he has so like let's get on board here I'm on the Tampa side whereas I think most of the heat's gonna be on the other end what do you think about this one yeah no I'm with you I'm lockstep I you know, this it, is going to be an interesting game because, you know, Tampa go to the distance in Seattle into overtime. You got Arizona on that quote unquote mini bye week with the Thursday night games, a little bit more time for guys like potentially, I guess, David Johnson getting a little bit more healthier, Christian Kirk healthier. I know we played last week, but the extra days of rest certainly do help. I like Ronald Jones. I've been saying this from day one that he's deserved this work. When he gets in there, I feel like he looks pretty good. And in the times when you look at the game log where he has, and he's only had a handful of touches. So I, I think he runs hard. I think he's good in, in space. And I, I think Peyton Barber has taken that step back. So it's time to see what you got really in Ronald Jones, a guy that I believe they drafted in the second round yeah. last and year. And he's just 43 on DK. So that's, that's another guy that helps say. you, helps you yeah. out a lot. Yeah, for 63 sure. 63 on FanDuel. I'll tell you what, I like, I love Godwin. I don't guess they like, I'm in love with Godwin yeah, this week. Patrick Peterson probably going to be on Evans. Peterson's on Evans, and then you've got Godwin here in the slot, and you saw last week what Emmanuel Sanders did in the slot oh. to the Cardinals. So just keep that in mind, and Godwin is far better at this point in their respective career. So get on that bandwagon. I do like Kirk, though. I like Kirk. I, I'm I not going to completely I, ignore him. I, I like it in the tournament play. I don't yeah, like it in the same. Tournament same. only, period. Now, this one I love. Uh, I love this so much. Give me Drew Brees at home. Michael Thomas, lock it up. It's good. It's cash game, beautiful. Do it all the time. Uh, even if Kamara plays, I'm going to keep sticking with Latavius Murray. He's the better return on investment. It's simple as that. It, yeah. I, I don't even want to get into it. Don't at me. He is the better return <laughs> on investment, folks. You are. And I'm, I'm sorry. And at the Falcon, I am. We're so cool in this show. We're the coolest. The two coolest. We're the coolest, coolest guys. Coolest guys. We're the coolest middle-aged white guys out there talking yeah. sports. Um, and on the Falcon side, you know, I mean, I guess Matt Ryan's healthy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, whatever. I mean, it's not going to shock you if they, if the Falcons keep pace with them because the Falcons are good offensive team. I will say this Austin Hooper. I'm always in on. I love Austin Hooper. Great ROI in fantasy all year in DFS. Every single week that guy shows up for the most part. Yeah. So give me him. Give me the Saints. That's it. Yeah. And every week with, with Matt Ryan, right? They, they've been, they've been pretty good together. So I don't mind that price even at five, five, but yeah, I'm with you. The line has just been so bad, and and Matt Ryan, 
he's probably going to take a couple shots. It's going to be tough. From the last time we saw him, he was just knocked down all over the place. He ended up leaving with that foot injury. So I, I don't have a lot of interest on Atlanta. I think if you're if you're playing them, you're being super contrarian. But I am interested in Drew Brees. You love that price. It's six seven. I agree with you with Latavius Murray. And you want to take a couple shots. Ted Ginn is three seven. There's your there's your cheap play in a tournament. He's a value on on Line Star, one of their favorite ones among wide receivers. It just takes one or two shots with Ted Ginn. Yeah, That's and the all Falcons don't tackle anybody. I mean, it's it's you're right. You can go with with him and Thomas. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, like you're, it's fine. Uh, Dolphins at Colts. Brissett probably unlikely for this one. No T. Y. Hilton. I'm out on the Colts. I do think you're going to get a lot of Marlon Mack. If you want to make the case for Marlon Mack based on volume, okay. I just don't know how many touchdowns there are in this future in this game, so I struggle with that. And on the Dolphin side, the same thing we talked about last week. I think I think it's Fitzpatrick. Sure, if you want to take a shot, it worked last yeah. week. You can go down to that well. I don't like it as much on the road. But uh, and Devontae Parker, especially with William, uh, with their other receiver out there, they're in a good spot here where he's going to continue to get the ball. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go back to Fitzpatrick. We had her fun, Fitzmagic. If he has a good game, game he has a good game. We got in. You want to get out while the game. Yeah, is good. I agree. You don't want to stay at the dance yeah. too long. Yeah, you said That's it perfectly. Fine. We can move on. The only guy that I like in this matchup is Mac. I think he touches the ball 25 plus times. Yeah, Preston Williams out. Uh, I'm not getting into the Mike Jacecki thing yet. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Jacecki is is. Can't I'm glad you yet. mentioned him. Three one. I'm kind of there just because of Preston Williams. Kind of. I think he's a sleeper, okay. but I do think he's going right. to be a popular sleeper. Six targets, six grabs, 95 yards. Um, seven targets a couple weeks ago. Fitzpatrick likes to throw the tight end. He really True. does, and he's just going to chuck it. And I don't know what they're going to – are they going to get anything from Balazs or no. Gaskins? No, I don't think no. so. I mean, we got people got excited about Mark Walton. Why? Right? I mean – Volume. Yeah. And or the potential volume. Been, volume. He's been crap in the, with the volume. Yeah. So yeah. I don't expect anything from Balazs either. Like, they benched Drake at times, and – and Balazs is working. Like, look at Drake. In two years, he couldn't get that kind of workload. He goes over to Arizona in three days. He he has an awesome game against a tough defense in San Fran. So Miami's just, they're trash. But I, I, Gusecki, I, I, could, I could see. All right, you brought me over. We've both brought it. each other over. I'm into <laughs> it. Glad you brought him up, actually. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I do believe it's worth acknowledging. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I think the point you make is the, the about lack of running game is fair. And my only concern with Jacecki is... Darius Leonard is such a menace to society in the middle of that field. Oh, yeah. So you got to be a little clear about how you use him. Otherwise, he's going to get lit up yeah. <laughs> by that point. guy. But it's certainly, a, you know, you could certainly make the argument. All right, two more big games here. Rams coming off a bye, going against the Steelers. Now, Steelers played well. Deontay Johnson let me down. But the Steelers have a couple W's here back-to-back weeks. They're slowly getting into this conversation. Um, Juju is bad again. Connor yeah, yeah. is a question mark as of right now when we're recording, so keep an eye on that. Regardless, Jalen Samuels, still a value, still okay. Um, but the Rams here, I'm out on Gurley. I'm done for the year. I can just yeah, – you can have my Gurley shares. I'm out of it. I'm done. Um, and I'm waiting for Robert Woods to get right. Is this the game we finally get Robert Woods where they come back and out of the buy and go, look, we need to figure this out and get out You know, some Robert Woods shares again? Yeah, I mean – it could be. He has been pretty disappointing. He's been block. You know, we know that he's a good blocker. So he's been trying to get that run game going. You're right about Gurley. I mean, he doesn't have a hundred yards on the ground yet. And the Rams just, you know, the past couple of years, they just live and die by the play action. Take a guess. The run What's game Wood's going. salary on DK? Just guess. What would you? Oh man, he's he's definitely under six. Um, he is. He is very yeah. under six. He's five point six right now. 
Yeah, it's worth taking a shot on. Cooper Cup's so expensive, 7-3. Doesn't look like Cooks is going to play. I mean, Reynolds could be that deep threat guy. I mean, you could potentially take a shot there. But the defense is great in Pittsburgh. They get after you, too. And Goff is not great under pressure. It's an interesting game. I don't like anything from the Pittsburgh side. I mean, I, I Jalen Ramsey probably won't see Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, but he'll probably he'll definitely see Johnson. That doesn't make me feel great about Johnson. Then Roby Coleman-Nickel will probably see Juju in the slot. They've just been dumping it off to, to Connor or Samuels the whole time. So I, I'm, I'm not really into this game. I'm not into I, Pittsburgh at all, but I will say this. There's going to be a Robert Woods game, and I'm not against this Everett one either. At 45 on DK, he's a decent tight end value. He's 57 over on FanDuel. Woods is 69. I don't like it as – I don't like Woods' price as much, but on, on yeah, DK on DK. the full-point PPR, it, it, we just I mean, have Sean to Sean McVay, two weeks there. to prepare for this too, right? I mean, I just they, they got to, especially with Cooks out. You really got to get going here because what's going to happen is I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop Cooper Cup. I'm going right. to get Devin Bush out there and, and help out exactly. as a linebacker and, and yeah. help Hilton out, whoever's going to be, you know, guarding up on Cup and try to stop this guy a little bit and then make yeah. Todd Gurley and company beat you. And that means Robert Woods. Um, yeah, I got nothing else in this one. You we're good no, with this one. All right. Yeah. Panthers at Packers. You mentioned before this is a great matchup for McCaffrey, hence the premium price. Kyle Allen's going to be quarterback rest of the year. Cam Newton is on IR. I don't like any receivers, Carolina. I can't do it. I'm out. But I do like the rebound of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams here because everybody was very excited last week about Adams being back. And look, it's hard to be good when your quarterback is laying on his back. And uh, basically, Bosa and Ingram just kept him there the entire game. So I'm expecting a nice bounce back game. If there's one game that I think is going to be a surprisingly high total, I actually think it's this one. Yeah, it, it certainly could be. Um, you know, I, again, I think McCaffrey will have his way. Just look at the track record again. Cook, 151. Philip Lindsay had 81. Royce Freeman had 63. Howard had 87. Sanders, 72. Like, they've really been able – they've had a hard time stopping the run, and now they have to go up against the best running back in football. So that's going to be an issue for them. Um, yeah, if you want to take some shots, if you do feel like it's going to be that game, maybe you do get involved with a, with a DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. They're both pretty cheap. Um, you know, they're not high in my board, but I could see it. And I agree with you on Devontae Adams. I mean, he's $6,900. It's a really good price for him. I mean, remember when the season started, he was pushing near eight. So you're getting some value there. Last week, he was 71. So seeing the the poor performance and Aaron Rodgers on his back, it, it's dropped his price. So there's there's some value there. Seven catches last week for only 41 yards, but he still had seven catches and 11 targets. So I'm in on him. And Aaron Jones is interesting to me as well because he also, again, he had a bad game. So recency bias is completely a thing. Uh, 7-4, 52, Williams could get involved too. There's lots of ways that you could actually go with Green Bay. I wouldn't get involved with any other wideouts, but both backs, I think, are in play. Okay, so LineStar is doing a cool thing here with Superdraft. So if you're not familiar with Superdraft, now's the time to get familiar. Uh, basically, here's the idea. You try Superdraft, and you get three months of LineStar Premium for free for new customers. So if you're a new customer to LineStar, this is your opportunity to get three free months and play a little Super Draft at the same time. So here's what you do. You go over to superdraft.io slash linestar. Again, the link is superdraft.io slash linestar. And what you do is you have the Super Draft must play, and you base that off the multiplier. So basically, my guy this week, my must play is Michael Thomas. If I hit on that, boom, I get the multiplier. It's a fun new contest. So again, go hit it up over at superdraft.io slash linestar, and you get three months of free 
premium line star app and it doesn't get much better than that folks so go over and go take advantage of that today before we get to our picks for the touchdowns this week i I saw something very fun and i brought it to chris's attention tj hernandez another great dfs analyst out there on the twitter machine uh and if you're looking for some other follows too greg landry nitro dfs here at line star fantastic follows and the write-ups they do are absolutely outstanding uh i read uh greg's this week it was terrific but let's uh let's just have a little fun here because basically what TJ did was he had here's the average salary at each position of the millionaire maker every week. Um, so you know, the million dollar contest over on FanDuel. And here's the 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 fun thing. I kind of just played around with it. So basically around 7.7 is the quarterback. So I plugged in Kyler Murray. Around 8K is the RB1. So I plugged in Mark Ingram. Around 7K is the RB2. I plugged in Latavius Murray. Around 7-6, I couldn't find anybody I like, so I paid up a little more for Devontae Adams. Around 6-6 was wide receiver two. I put James Crowder. Around 6K was golden uh, was our wide receiver three. I put Golden Tate. Uh, around 6-4 was tight end. Again, had to pay up a little bit there, so I went with uh, Austin Hooper at 6.6. And then with Flex was around 6K, I went with Damian Williams, hoping maybe against Tennessee, you know, he can have uh, another decent enough day. And then defense, you kind of just, you know, plug in there somewhere around the 4K range. So that being said, I looked at it and I'm like, you know, this is a pretty good lineup. Like this is a very high floor lineup. And I think there's something to be said for this little bit of analysis. And I thought it was worth sharing on the show. So a Murray Ingram, uh, Murray Ingram, Murray, Adams, (laughs) Crowder, Tate, Hooper, Damian Williams. That's a pretty decent lineup right there. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. And, you know, you look at it that way and you kind of, just what you you know what how he breaks it down tj with rb1 rb2 and wide receiver one wide receiver two wide receiver three kind of like how you go down the board drafting i think people sometimes this is a well-balanced lineup obviously it's had a lot of success in in millionaire makers or the sunday million on fanduel but you know when you when you do it that way and you don't reach up at the top for some of these high-priced guys like a cmc you know, for example, I mean, take out Ingram and put in CMC. You're just not going to have that well balanced, right? You're going to have to punt a position. You're going to have to take a shot on a guy. But we're putting in guys that, for one, they're probably, in terms of the wide receivers, they're all number ones on their team. They're getting the most usage, the most targets, and you give yourself a well balanced lineup. So I like it. I mean, you can even spend yeah. down a little bit more on quarterback and, and jump up you know, to your wide receiver three, but yeah, this is a good lineup. It's yeah. I mean, you could go down to, this is a tough week, but you can go down to even a hundred dollars less with Josh Allen. You can go down to Daniel Jones against the jets. That all works out fine. Um, I don't know if we really want to go to Fitzpatrick and Tannehill, but look uh, this particular week, I just thought it was a very interesting thing. And I think it's worth bearing out there because I played around to see what the lineup looked like. And I looked at it at the end of the day and went, Hey, that's not a bad little lineup. I don't, I feel like it's like I said, a high floor, lineup where there's a little bit of ceiling there's no like real stacking going on here that's the thing that kind of takes you away from the stack mentality but you can make a case against the stack mentality a lot of times too so it's not always being in or all in on a game necessarily there's more than one way to be successful here in the dfs world so that being said let's get on that success wagon again chris meany and let us find the end zone. And if you like and retweet this segment, you have a chance to win some line star merch from right here, the line star app. And uh, Chris Meany, I'll let you go first. Who's the running back that's finding the end zone for you this week. 
All right, so I'm going to put my money where my mouth is cool. you know, with, with David Montgomery. I, I like the value at 53. I love oh, the matchup. One of those I know... weeks, I was going to say Montgomery. And were you? my money where your mouth wow, was. Wow, you really were. Now I wanted to. love it now. Yeah, I'm go- you got to love it, guys. You really do. And, you know, usually try to go towards, because I want people to win. I want them to have the merch from Star. So, you know, try to pick a high total. And this game could be, you know, it's a little sloppy. You know, the Bears offense hasn't been good. But go back, listen to the show if you're already listening, um, you know, on Twitter and just listening to this clip is that this is a really good matchup against Detroit. They just haven't been able to stop the run. When they get down in the red zone, for sure, Montgomery is the back. So give me Dave Montgomery. Just really pressing the point that he is valuable today or this week in terms of pricing. All right. Give me Mark Ingram, the second and the two on the Jersey is for those two touchdowns. He's going to have. Yeah, that's right. I said it, baby. So Chris and I both like Montgomery, but I'm going to go Mark Ingram here against the lowly Bengals. Lots of running all over the field for them. All right. Wide receiver recency bias is a hell of a drug. And I think people are off Devontae Adams, not me. So give me Devontae Adams at home, getting right with Aaron Rodgers after a pathetic outing from the Packers last week. They rebound at home and uh, give Carolina a good run for their money with Devontae Adams finding the end zone. How about you, Chris? Well, we're on the same page. I wrote down four guys. I wrote down Montgomery, Ingram, and Adams um, in there as well. <laughs> so, you know, we are just completely on the same page here. So, whew, um, Fantasy Brothers. To... Fantasy Brothers. Yeah, you Fantasy Brothers. Um, I'm going to have to go with Chris Godwin. That was my other one. one. That was my fourth. All right, look at it. And we never do (laughs) this. We never talk about this ahead of time. That's why it's always fun because we just got to have our guys and we come into the show. So look at that. So look, that should get everybody feel pretty confident. If we're this confident in this crew of guys, you should be confident in this crew as well. So there's a lot to like here on the board. So there you have it. It's Godwin. It's Adams. It's Ingram. It's Montgomery. And it's you winning some free stuff. Everybody loves merchandise. All right. That'll do it for me and Chris Meany this week. We'll be back again as always tomorrow. So make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap so you know when the wagering show drops. Mike Randall and I will be back. My Chargers run came to an end. I'm very sad. So now Mike will tease me about it tomorrow. So if you want to hear me get made fun of, uh, you can listen tomorrow on the podcast. That's going to be a good time. So I, hey, I had a good run, seven and one. I'll take it, but what are you going to do? All All right. In the meantime, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at Chris Meany, at Joe Pizzapia17, at Linestar NFL, and of course, at Linestar App. That'll do it for me and Chris Meany. The pre-snap is over. It's time to break the huddle because there's nothing left to do now except set down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Linestar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meany.